Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Too Faced. What's up everybody? So we're back this week with another episode. New topic. Another topic. one that's also... We haven't really touched on this one at all, I think. Yeah. Like not even through any like under the influence weeks. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about our weeks. Why'd you have to do that? What? You're acting... I don't think you had a bad... I don't think you had... I don't remember my week. You got a tattoo. Oh, yeah, I got a tattoo. Your best friend came back from London. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went out with her on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And then it worked. Yeah, Hannah's so funny, right? She was like, oh, I'll just drive on Friday because, like, I, I don't only really feel like drinking at work the next morning. I was like, okay, yeah, same. Like, I was like, well, I don't want to stay out too late anyway, so that's cool. We can just come back earlier then. And then she gets into my house, and I already knew, because this always happens, <laughs> first thing, like, I open the door, she's like, uh, is it cool if we Uber, because like, I kind of want to drink that, I was like, yeah, of course, it's fine, this girl is so funny, okay, like, I think she drank the most out of everyone, and then, when we got back home, I was like, hey, you're not driving home, because, like, you drank, obviously, so just sleep over, um, and then she's like, I have work the next morning, so she's like, let me do keys, please, whatever, right? It's, no, it's six or four, I'm drunk. Okay, yeah, that, and then, um, she literally, it's so funny, she scheduled it to be there before, like, we got home, but it ended up being a little late, and so she's sitting there on my couch, like, literally head flung all the way back, snoring, and I'm like, I'm like, Hannah, Hannah, you have to check your phones and be awake, like, if they come, like, I don't know if they call you to make sure, like, you still want the ride or something, and then she's, like, she gets up for one second, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. passes back out, like, she did this, like, ten times, okay, half no, an hour later, I don't remember that at all, there's, like, this black car pulling up, I'm like, is this them, like, I was like, I don't know if this is them, so then I'm, like, waking up, like, Hannah, wake up, Hannah, wake up, like, it's here, like, is this your ride, and then she's like, oh, yeah, 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 they're here. They messaged me. And I was just like, okay. I was like, is this girl good to go? <laughs> and Yo, you know what? They drove my car home. They dropped it off. Yeah, you actually, for the first time ever, she remembered to message me when she got home. Did I? Yeah. Well, I, I messaged you. Remember. I was like, hey, are you home? <laughs> and she was like, yes, I'm home. <laughs> I'm home. And I was like, home? And she's like, yes. Because you spelled it weird, too. It was like G-I-M-E or something like that. So I was like, are you Gaim? No, I was like, what are you saying? I was like, home, right? And then she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I don't know how, first of all, why. You didn't, because here's the thing, you didn't seem drunk, but you were like saying you don't I remember. Was, I'm telling you, I was fucked. <laughs> and now, like, I look back to him, like, how, one, how did I not puke? Okay. Like, how did I even I last? don't think you really mixed. But still, how did I last that long, dude? I don't know. You honestly, you seem like normal. I know. But That's the I thing know with her. You can never tell. The insides of me were spinning. Yeah. You can never tell with henna. It's, like, so weird. Because, like, even, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can catch up to her. She's doing so much. She's fine. But internally, she's, like, dying. <laughs> and I just don't know that because she is, like, on the, like, face. She's totally normal. Yeah, and I'm normally the type of person that I will puke once throughout the night just to reset myself, and I'm back in the game again. But I didn't need to puke. I just kept going and going and going. Yeah. So but all I know is that nap on your chair... It was so good because I don't remember it. I'm actually sitting there trying not to pass out. This girl's passed out. And I'm like, oh my god, it's me up. And, so and then Rochelle records it and shows me the next morning. And I, was I like, don't remember it. Check. And I was like, thank it's you. A, wait, maybe we should put on our story so people like get a yeah. visual. Yeah, we can post it. I have we can no do like issues. an audiogram with that. <laughs> with just me yeah. and this portion. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that was kind of like our week in interest of it. How was your week? I feel like we had the same week. Kinda. We did. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I, like, started a new job, and that was it. I know. 
Rochelle's making big moves. Not really. <laughs> well, you know what? You're just trying to get some paper in. That's okay. all that matters. Okay, henna dog. <laughs> my paper. I'm just trying to get my paper in. Anyways, I don't know what's happened to Hannah's vocabulary over the last couple of months. <laughs> it's gone to shit. Literally. It's and her favorite, her favorite thing to say is, I'm just unhinged. Yeah, I no, no. My favorite thing is to say that I'm unhinged or I'm here for a good time, not a yeah, long time. And I'm like, I'm here for a long time, okay? I like having fun. <laughs> That's Rochelle's response. I want to survive. Every, do you know what's really funny? I'm like a grandma, I swear to God. It's so funny because I didn't even tell, Rochelle doesn't even know this. I was calling my, like my cousin called this mm. morning, right? We were having a conversation and she's like, girl, are you good? She's like, I listened to your most more like recent <laughs> podcast and she's like, I just want to check in to see everything's okay. And I just burst out laughing. I was like, dude, I just, I'm going through a crisis, right. but I'm living life. Yeah. You just gotta live life in half fun sometimes. I'm just getting some things out of my system, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's just hope it's a phase. <laughs> a phase. Okay, so let's just hop into this week's topic. Mm-hmm. This week it was, would you rather live with your in-laws or parents, or would you rather move out after you get married? Mm-hmm. So the poll results were 31% said they'd rather live with their parents or in-laws, and 69% said they would move out. I don't know. I feel like this is very... It's very dependent on the family dynamic. I yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I think preferably, I would like to move out, mm-hmm. not because, and I'm saying this if like even if the in-laws are great, amazing, yeah. just for like that personal growth. I think between a married couple to mm-hmm. have that life to be alone and spend as much time yeah. as you guys can, like before kids get in and yeah, other yeah, members yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I also understand like the cultural aspect of it of like. Um, being with your loved ones, being in a family, a joint family, but then if that is the case, which I think I am open to, mm-hmm. it really does come down to, like, how is that family dynamic? Like, if I'm going to be put into a toxic situation where I'm uncomfortable in a yeah. situation where I feel like this home will never feel like my home, yeah. then I'm not down. Yeah, and I also think it comes down to, like, personally, like, I think if, like, your in-laws or parents, whatever, are able to, like, live on their own mm-hmm. and like function then I would like maybe live with them for the first couple years then move yeah. out do your thing and then when they're in an older age where they cannot like of course I wouldn't have a problem mm-hmm. you know like having them move into our home or like vice versa like you know just because it might be easier for them to have someone to help them out with like day-to-day things or like just overall like having someone be there um but I I think it's important to have that like time alone yeah. with your family and grow that but I do think there's so many benefits of living with your in-laws it just also depends on yeah like not every family is the same I think some people have great experience with that and some people have really shitty ones where it's mm-hmm. like completely draining um and I've heard people talk about both experiences so I I mean yeah and when you hear those good experiences from both ends it makes you want to start shifting from one side to another because yeah. you're like wow there's a possibility of moving yeah. out and having such an amazing life with your partner where you two are literally yeah. starting afresh. But, like, whereas, yeah. like, exactly, some people are living with their in-laws and they talk about how great they are, this amazing, like, um, dynamic hat yeah. they have, like, and, like, there's boundaries. There's, yeah. like, all that kind of set in place. You're like, oh, shoot, but that also sounds so great, too. Yeah. So. so there's, like, yeah, I think it definitely, like, depends on the family dynamic. Um, and also, like, I think it depends on how you um, were raised. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've 
had it when I've grown up in a house with like my grandparents or great-grandparents living with us and I've also had it when there isn't and I think there's benefits to both Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just like totally different thing I think when you experience both then you kind of know like yeah there is like great things about both but maybe experiencing both is important too yeah like you know what I mean? Like, experience it with them and without it. Like, I don't know. Like, when they're older, maybe it's more beneficial, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, and yours is a great example. I had it the opposite, where we grew up in a situation where it was just my parents and then my brother and I, right? Yeah. And then until I was in grade six, just the four of us yeah. always. And then then my, not even my dad's parents. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's usually your dad's parents yeah. that move in with you. It's my mom's parents that moved in. And when I tell you I hated this dynamic... Mm-hmm so much because it's something you're not used to one i wasn't used to it and then secondly like we were never fortunate enough to have a relationship with them and then good yeah and then like because there was so many gaps it just caused so many issues and so many cultural imbalances all of a sudden and i think as a kid receiving that yeah i was just kind of like like, a culture shock yeah it was just like oh my gosh please i'm so sorry like i understand your blood but like you i can't do this yeah and that's what I'm saying, like, it totally, like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it depends on how your in-laws are, how they, but it's, and I wouldn't just say just the in-laws, I think, like, you, you have great in-laws, and then you have, like, like, I don't know, like, the person moving in, or, like, even, like, the son or daughter, whoever, mm-hmm. could be, like, the bitchy person, you know, not reciprocating the same way, like, it goes both ways, I think, like, to build that relationship, <laughs> but that's, the thing is, that's not always the case, and I get it, like, having someone move into your home, and, like, it's almost like, um, I feel like a lot of people say they want to make that home as pleasant as they want for that person, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's also like, oh, but it's still my home in the sense of, like, I like things done a certain way. Even though, like, I want to make this person feel welcomed in it, there's still certain things, like, I want to do my way, or, like, that person may be coming into that home thinking, like, oh, I want to respect their boundaries, which will make them feel like this is never going to be, like, um, a home that is, like, kind of going the way, like, I want my home to go, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, when you, personally for me, like, even if I moved into a family's home where, like, my in-laws are great, they're, like, oh, you know, like, do whatever you want, blah, 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 this, that, like, I would still feel, like, just because the type of person I am, like, I want to be accommodating to people. Yeah. So I would feel, like, I would always be thinking, like, oh, like, I don't want to overstep, I don't want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, which makes you kind of, I don't know, like, not build up any like hatred not hatred but like build up this like there's a bit of like that uncomfort that you don't have the full freedom to do that because you're trying to accommodate everyone else. yeah and you're trying to be like easy to deal with and like not overstep and not like try to like change things in their home because you're going into someone's home even though like they may have know it's your home like do whatever you want like I think it's very hard to like go in there and be like oh but I I think you should change this or let's do this this way and then you get that bit of a resentment without realizing it or the potential of resentment because it's like you're gonna have that feeling of like wow like I got married and I'll never understand the idea of having my own home yeah 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 so that's what I think I was Mm -hmm. like even like I know some people are like they're like yeah I'm gonna get married I'm gonna like obviously live with my in-laws for a few years because that's what like you know the families want yeah of course I want to give it a shot say if it's great and I feel like I'm vibing like totally I don't care to do it like it'll be great but they're like if I do it and like I still feel kind of uncomfortable or like you know things just don't work out like then I need my partner to be okay with like hey if you are not comfortable we can move out or like some people even just like move into the basement or something like that just so you have your own area to Mm -hmm. just be yourself kind of um 
and then like maybe when your, your in-laws are older like have them move in or vice versa you know exactly but should we hop into the submissions yes Let's okay you can start the, with the first one yeah it's super short it's really short and my english is not that great and it's gotten worse guys like i progressively worse yeah i'm sorry <laughs> okay it's not that bad <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Why are you lying? Okay, first submission. Never marry a man that won't leave his parents. LMAO, red flags. Well, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... Okay, I get the point. Because I don't think this person means leave his parents. I mean, if you are uncomfortable with the situation, not willing to move out to make you feel comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, because, like, I definitely have friends who are, like, at first, their fiancés were, like, no, like, Mm -hmm. we're going to live with my parents after we're married. There's no questions asked, whatever, right? Um, And they've kind of switched their dynamic to, you know, like, we will live in the basement, so we have our own area. And if you still don't feel comfortable, like, living with them after a couple years of giving it a shot then I'm willing to move out if it makes you feel more yeah. comfortable. Like, I think that's different. I don't think this person means, like, leave your parents. Like, oh, if a guy doesn't ever want to leave, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, maybe think- this person could mean that. Um, But if they do, like, here's my thing. I don't know. I think the way that I'm translating this as yeah. is, like, never marry a man who's not open to the idea of yeah, potentially yeah, yeah. having to move out of his family's home. Yeah. And the way that comes across is that play out the situation, yeah. understand both people's mm-hmm. needs and wants. Yeah. And if you're going to end up marrying a guy who's like, I don't give a fuck about you yeah. at the end of the day, or like, obviously not like that, but in the sense of like, if there's concerns, yeah. you've noticed that you're being treated differently, you're uncomfortable, and this person is Like so a play-on-play d- mama's boy. Yeah, like, yeah. Pl- and they're dead set and like, they dismiss your feelings. Basically not willing to communicate the fact that it might not be the best thing for your relationship. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, no, we're living with them. Like, no ands, ifs, or buts. Yeah. That is a red flag in my I case. I agree, that's in a red my flag. Because, like, people... It's like people forget the whole part of getting married is starting a fresh new family, It's a new right? part of your life, yeah. It's this new chapter of your life that's... Obviously, like, you want to be beautiful with everyone in ex- both of your lives combined. Yeah. But that's not always the case. And it just sucks because it's like not every single human being is made to get along with everyone, right? It's, so, it's, I don't even think it's like a getting along factor. I think it's just the fact that some people, not everyone grows up the same way, not everyone has the same yeah. experiences, and not everyone has the same goals. So mm-hmm. like say your goal after you get married is to move out and start your own life. Um, and say like your partner is like, no, I want to live with my family. Then it's not even that like your your idea of like, not having it's not that you don't have a good relationship with your in-laws you can have a great relationship with your mm-hmm. in-laws and not live with them it's like maybe and before yeah. you go on to the next part i think a lot of relationships sometimes are better because they don't live yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, house exactly. because you're not constantly in each other's faces yeah because it's different like say like okay say for example like your parents annoy you right mm-hmm. like you can like act upset yeah right like you can show your parents that you are upset like you don't have to be rude mm-hmm. but you can like phys- you know like physically show them like with your expressions or like your tone of voice or just like you know be upset with your in-laws you can't like i don't feel like i could do that because it just comes off you're automatically come off like rude like the parents understand like oh i upset my child like mm-hmm. you know they're gonna be upset this is how they act when they're upset they've grown up with you they've like they've 
learn to understand how your behavior like your emotions are Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like everyone has different emotional responses but like with your in-laws it's like can you you can't do that Mm -hmm. like you can but then it might like hurt their feelings in a different kind of way you know what I mean like so I get it what this person is saying like yeah if someone wasn't willing to like be open to that idea I'd probably take it as a red flag because it's like what if it was the roles were reversed and it was like the men moved in with the like female's family Mm-hmm. And say, like, girls are like, yeah, I'm not ever leaving my parents' house. Like, you're going to be with us forever. Like, I'm yeah. sure some guys would be like... And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to start becoming a new norm as well, just the way that things yeah. are kind of Western. I mean, I think it's, like, normal. Yeah. But, no, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, guys would all... Some guys would obviously be like, yeah, no, like, what if I don't like it? Like, you're not willing to move. Like, if the roles were reversed, you yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. No, I agree with that. It's just... It's so situational. But I do take it as a red flag because the ones, like, um... Once my friends kind of explained it to me, like, how they were an okay, then once their boyfriends or fiancés were like, no, like, we'll try it out. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not okay, like, I'm open to moving, but can you please just try it first? And that's compromising, right? Yeah. It's like, you want one thing and they want one thing, and they're like, okay, let's give it a shot. Because yeah. then it's like, we don't know what the two people are actually going to be once the situation yeah, happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, they might, like, do it and think, oh, my God, like, this is not even bad. I don't yeah. even mind doing this. Like, this works great. Like, yeah, let's, you know, stay here. Like, I rather, but it's like... They're like, I'm willing to give a shot for mm-hmm. you because this is what you want. And if it doesn't work out, and I, and I, they, like, my friends have said, like, I have to give it a proper shot. I can't just be like, oh, I'm doing this just to do it. And then, like, we're moving. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? So, yeah. For the next one, move out. They are too involved in, bus- in your business. And sometimes the relationship won't remain the same. <laughs> okay. I also think this is, I feel like all the answers for me are going to be situational because Mm -hmm. I have seen, I have seen examples of families where their in-laws are literally like so amazing to the point where they're like, you guys go out on dates, you guys go do your own thing, have your own place, have your one-on-one time. Like they're such advocates for that. Mm -hmm. But then I, but then I also have seen, and I think in our, at least culturally, Mm -hmm. majority of the time you see what this person is saying. Yeah. They're so nosy. You have an argument. What happened? Tell yeah. us. We want to know. Like, you're crying. You're happy. You're going out. What time are you coming home? Why are you guys going out? There's yeah. a date. Like, I think they just become so nosy. And it, it's, it's like, you you don't want to get married and feel like you're still a child. Yeah. And I understand for parents, they're always going to view us as kids. We already know that. Yeah, yeah. But when you're married and you're supposed to have that one-on-one time, yeah. I don't want to be telling my in-laws... Yeah. what time I'm going on a date, where I'm going, and what time I'm going to be back. Yeah. And feel, like, this pressure to, like, show up and, like, Yeah. Or, like, there's a that. difference if it's, like, hey, yeah, like, you know, we're, go- we're leaving around this time. Yeah. And we're going out for so-and-so's, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shouldn't be, it's different if it's, like, maybe, like, they're just, like, want to be aware of, like, yeah. what time you're going, shouldn't be back too late. Oh, yeah, we're going to be a little later. But it's, like, different if it's, like, nagging or almost, like, you know what I mean? Like, because even, like, when we go out right now, it's not like our parents are, like, babying us or like being like nagging mm-hmm. but they're just like okay like they just want to know where you're going who you're going with are you gonna be like home like before 12 and be a little later just so like they're not worried so yeah i, I get that. yeah that's different yeah, yeah, yeah but i get it i get it when it comes off like oh don't be too late like you know like make sure about this that like mm-hmm. that is when it gets annoying or like oh you didn't tell me you're going somewhere like you know what i mean and like my other thing is too is like i think another way that this could be seen is that you could still have great in-laws but when a couple has a fight Mm -hmm. it should always be between 
person A and B yeah. unless you, it's a situation where you genuinely genuinely need proper advice from someone. Or you reach out on your own. Yeah, and then you reach out on your own, one-on-one, be like, hey, this is my situation. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's, I like, I feel like, if I feel like if I had a fight in my in-law's house and, like, they were able to hear it, I'd feel so uncomfortable yeah. walking out of the room and be like, oh, shoot, like, now they know that we got in a fight. Yeah. Regardless of whether just, they're like, nice or not. Yeah, yeah it's just uncomfortable. Nice, it's just, like... I get that point. So I think, yeah. But then that's also, again, the situation where, like, you were saying that, like, some people live with their in-laws, but they live in the basement suite. Like, they have those private areas where, like, no one's around. But, like, and then there's some families that are just always in their faces, right? Yeah, like, even, like, um, some people, like, they live and, like, they'll live in the basement, but they'll all have dinner together, like, Mm -hmm. most nights or, you know, like, like, that kind of stuff. Like, you still spend time with them. You still go see them. But it's, like, you still have your own area to just, like, be you and kind of have your own little setup. But you still live together in the same household. Yeah. Because um, I also think it's, like, everyone is, um, I think it's, like, the, like, before, like, the way, like, our parents grew up or, like, their parents grew up. Like, everybody lived with their families. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was big families living together. Like, that was just the norm. And it's even, like, you'll hear people, like, you know, like, and our families talk about it, like, oh, it was very hard when I first moved in because yeah. it was, like, total different, like, environment I had to get used to. But, like, back in the days, you couldn't voice your opinion. You couldn't do That is like, true. Very different. Nowadays, people can voice their opinion openly and know, like, yeah, I'm voicing my opinion and people are going to understand. And it's, like, that collaboration that you have yeah. a lot more. Whereas, like, back then, it's, like, you do everything that eldest in that family said. Yeah. So that's I, it. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah, some in-laws are going to be very nosy. They're going to want to know what... Like, you know, like, what's happening, everything Mm -hmm. like that. And it's, like, um, I think it's just because they come from a different time. Where, like, that's how, maybe that's how they were treated. But, like, say some of your in-laws didn't have that experience. Like, they had in-laws who were very, like, oh, no, go do your thing, do what you want. Like, you know, you guys have a problem, deal with it yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. if you need our help, then, you know, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's very different. But majority of them, yeah, I would say. I don't think they come from a negative I'm not going to say all of them because, yeah, some of them probably do. Yeah, some but not are neg- out to get you. I'm yeah, I've not negative intentions. Stories. But sometimes it's just they think because, like, when I was in this position, that's how it was for me. Yeah. That that's just the way it is. When it's not always like that or maybe they don't see it as, like, oh, this is a bad thing because maybe that's how they were with their child. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even when the child is older because technically still it's like a child it's a kid whatever yeah um so maybe they think oh that can just move on to you but it's not always the case you know um but no i yeah. agree all right next, next one. one it depends on the in-laws they can be the sweetest people ever and would make your life a whole life easier mm-hmm. i'm also very much about big family vibes growing up with 10 people in my home <laughs> i just said big family vibes <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I don't know if it came off like that. Family vibes? I don't know. Did I say it like that? I don't know. You like said you changed your voice there. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, some people grew up with, like, big families. Like, I have okay, I have friends who grew up with big families, and they love it. And I have friends who grew up with, like, a big mixed family, and they hate it. I grew up with no family. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, mom and dad, me and my brother and my parents yeah. literally were never home. So yeah. it was just me and my brother. So, yeah. like, when people say stuff like this, mm. 
And, like, obviously I relate to where Shell's like, I, like, when I look at other people's experience, mm. I've seen big families and I sometimes, I'm, I like, envy. I'm like, yeah. I wish I had that. Like, I wish, you know, I had the cousins and, like, the aunts and uncles, the big yeah. weddings, all that kind of stuff where yeah. people do together. And then I see certain situations and I thank the Lord that I yeah. don't have anyone. Yeah. Um, but that's just what I think for me specifically. They, they that's why like living together. Yeah, living yeah. together, big families make me so uncomfortable mm. at first. Like, yeah. it's it probably takes me a lot more to warm up yeah. because of that compared to someone yeah. who probably already comes yeah. from a big family. But I family. do get the dynamic where, like, if they're really, like, really nice, sweet people mm. and, you know, sometimes it is, like, it does make your life a lot easier. Yeah. Because, like, living on your own is not easy as well mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like if you say you form a bond with your in-laws where it's a really great bond and you know like you have a great relationship sometimes it's almost like even though you're moving out of your house you're moving into a home with parent figures and that's also sometimes a beautiful thing because it is kind of sad to move out of your house yeah and you know like especially like for example like me like I have built a really great relationship with my parents over the years and leaving them would be very sad for me. I would be sad for them by yeah. leaving. <laughs> no, so I'm saying, like, moving into a home where I feel like I can connect with my in-laws and, like, mm-hmm. have a really great relationship with them as well would be something I would value yeah. and appreciate. Like, it would make living outside of my home much easier and, like, much more fulfilling. Um, but So I think, yeah, there's, there's these two dynamics, but that's what this person said. Sometimes your in-laws can be the sweetest people ever and make your life so much, like, easier and, like, make that new step in your life of married life a lot easier um but it also can for some people not be that at all yeah you know what I mean even if someone like they have the sweetest in-laws and say they come Mm -hmm. from like living with like for example like right now I live four people in my house like imagine going to home where like there's always like 10 people around you like I would genuinely feel overwhelmed yeah even though it could be the like nicest environment ever I would feel overwhelmed because like I'm very introverted now we're like even though I love being social and around people, I, like, energize myself when I am alone. So even though it could be the best freaking environment ever. I think ever. it's different. I feel like being introverted and extroverted is very different from, mm-hmm. like, social settings mm-hmm. to being home. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think, like, like Rochelle's a social person when we go out. But, yeah. like, yeah, I agree. Like, you're... <laughs> but no, but when you're home, you know how, you're, you yeah. know how to be alone in a yeah. healthy way. Yeah. Like, even, like, if... And, like, everyone is home. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just need a break to be, like, alone. But, like, it's, like, hard to do that when you're not in your home. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, sometimes maybe your in-laws are like, no, go do your thing. Go be alone. Yeah. Like, you know? I think this whole podcast episode is going to be like, yeah, there's both sides. <laughs> there's two sides. Well, it's hard because it it's genuinely hard. is a situational. And, like, I think our personal views are also very similar, too. Like, yeah. I'm, I think like, we're willing op- to give it a go. Yeah. We're open to both ends but of the spectrum. I also want to have a couple years where I build my family in my own home. Yeah. On my own terms. Like, but obviously, like, even, like, okay, for example, like, my sister got married. She lived with her in-laws for a bit, and then they moved out, got their own home. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, but they come over and see us, like, all the time. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they'll visit both families' home, like, at least once or twice a week. And, like, there's still that aspect of, like, hey, like, we still want to see you, even though we moved out of, like, both. Yeah both homes like we still want to come see you spend time with you it's not like you're fully cut off and yeah, you'll never see it's like, us like see you every holiday like yeah no. it's like we still want to make time for those people and have those relationships with our in-laws even though we're not or in-laws or parents even though we're not living with them um that's something like i would be open to like i want to yeah. give it a shot of course 
But my thing is, like, I want to give it a shot, but I also want to give a shot to living alone. Yeah. Because I might move out with my husband and my family and hate it. Exactly. But then I'm like, okay, I'm moving back in with you guys. Like, you know? And we but missed ya. Missed ya. Missed ya. <laughs> missed you kiss ya. But no, you, you know what I mean? Like, I also don't want to ever regret not having the ability to maybe build my own home. Yeah, and, own and I think it is, I think the same way it's important for every single person to have that alone time. Yeah. Because you build insane. so much. Even if it's temporary to have that isolation with, like, same thing, whether it's, like, self-love, having that isolation yeah. with yourself, and then having that isolation when you do find a partner, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what, let's grow, let's figure each other out, just you and me. Yeah. Okay, next one. Live with in-laws slash parents. Ain't nobody trying to buy a clapped-out house for $2 million. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of people True. are living with their in-laws now because it's too expensive to move out. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, if there's one thing that stresses me out, is I I don't think I'm ever going to be able to afford my own house yeah. unless I win a lottery. Okay, the thing is, by the time we get married, Hannah, <laughs> if we get married, we're going to get married. Um, wow, yeah, the so optimistic. Is, I am, but not right now. Okay, here's the thing. I do see myself being married. I'm going to get an arranged marriage. When in doubt, arrange marriage it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know who sent that in. They still never told us. Uh, that was funny, though. You're a funny person. Um, no, I do see... Don't say... Okay, maybe some people don't want to get married, but I do think you want to get married. So no, stop I, saying that You know stuff. I want to get yeah. married. Gosh. Life is just sad out here, okay? Yeah. And this dating pool sucks ass. It actually does. Why is your vocabulary so shitty? Like, please. <laughs> I just can't. I feel like I'm back in high school. You like, are. Oh, Lord. Um, no, but I agree. Okay. This economy is not it. It's so shitty. Maybe live with your in-laws for a couple years, save up. Yeah, but that's what a lot of people are starting to do. Yeah. But I mean, if they're tolerable enough, stay. maybe you'll end up loving it. Yeah. All right, next one. I'm not reading that. That's way too long. I know where so In my opinion, no matter how great your in-laws are or how easy they make your life, brackets example take care of the grandkids the home etc boundaries are essential to preserve healthy relationships living separately will allow you to not only have a more intimate relationship with your husband but would also allow you to maintain a healthy relationship with your in-laws as you'd be more excited to see them and spend time with them this way i know in brown families this remains a touchy topic whether it's the son that feels obligated to stay with the parents or the parents who are overly attached and emotionally manipulate the son into staying at home so to those couples in this dilemma, I would advise living close by, but just not under the same roof. I think they might remove. They said room. Um, I that's a really good. I've actually seen that. Really well put. Yeah, I've yeah. actually seen a lot of people, and I know an example of someone mm-hmm. who I know got married. Yeah. And um, they, <laughs> you're just, the way you put your like you just like put your phone down and just got into that Sorry. zone. You just remember when like uncles tell stories. No, because I'm trying to be like sh- I actually. You guys should sound like she put her phone down, and looked at it softly. Actually, no. <laughs> I'm trying to see how I'm trying to word this without sounding like I'm freaking 16 in high school. Um, Good luck. <laughs> why thanks? I'm kidding. No, and I remember like their plan was, her and her partner had already bought a home mm-hmm. before the wedding, 
and it was whatever preparation they needed to do they were doing they were gonna live with the in-laws for the first year and yeah i think i remember the situation being you know just to still have that quality time when you're you know newly married you have a lot of people still coming over oh, yeah. coming to see the couples and stuff like that and this is from a cultural aspect <laughs> autograph session i'm kidding <laughs> but do you know what i mean like people gonna make it to the wedding or there's so many other little things that it's you called, need to do the meet and greet Meet, yeah, literally, whatever meet and greets are left, right? I'm kidding. But no, basically. but basically, yeah. So it's like, and they're doing that for a year, I'm and they're like, after a year, like that year, it gives us a year to kind of prep to move into that house. Yeah. But what, once the wedding's over, do their honeymoon, all that yeah. kind of moving stuff. Moving in is overwhelming too. Exactly, and then they're moving out, and they're like, we're not even a five minute drive from my parents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's amazing, because like, should there? <laughs> what? I just look over, and Rochelle's just. Drinking her wine straight from the bottle. There's I'm only like, a little wow. bit left. I don't want to grab that. Okay, go. Uh, <laughs> Keep continuing. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, that's so nice because it's like, they kind of, for that really prime time of being a newly married couple, the parents, yeah. the in-laws got to feel special to be a part of that process yeah. when people are coming over. Mm-hmm. And then they're moving down so close to the point where should there be an emergency, they want to see each other or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, they they have that yeah. there. Yeah. And I do agree with this person who's like, it does build almost like a healthier relationship mm-hmm. because yeah you are excited to go see them you're excited to you know like go over and like talk about things and like update yeah. them and kind of be like you know like even like right now when my sister comes over it's like everyone's so excited that they're coming over mm-hmm. their kids are excited you know like it's just like an exciting even though it's like a regular like friday night like it's just exciting even though yeah. they're coming over for no reason it's like oh we get a chat we get to like touch base on so many things even when she goes over to her in-laws house like it's the same thing yeah and like it does, I think, make the relationship almost stronger. Even, like, for example, like, how this person is with your husband or your, like, um, wife. Um, I've, I feel like that's a good point. Like, mm-hmm. I do, like, I, I've never heard anyone say that it does make it stronger. Mm-hmm. But from, like, just logical thinking, I could see how it does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a really good point. And that was very well said. I think that was such a perfect way to explain. Yeah, because even, like, for example, like... Just being in the middle of yeah, everything. Yeah, even when you're looking at homes, like... Um, I think my sister guys did this too. They tried to find a home that was still close to like both mm-hmm. parents' houses. I know people who like will look for homes and think, okay, like just to be safe, like we need to have a big master suite on the main floor should one our in-laws yeah. or parents ever come visit and everything is accessible yeah. when I, they get old or they move in. Yeah, I think like what this submission is saying is like in brown culture especially – Moving out is still this thing that is very frowned upon or seen yeah. as a negative thing. And it shouldn't be. But it's not. It's not. Like, sometimes it's beneficial. Sometimes, like, moving in is beneficial. Like, mm-hmm. it's very case-by-case basis. And, like, if you think of it, in the generation before us, not everybody lived with their in-laws. Mm-hmm. Eventually, some people did move out because, obviously, like, once your family start to grow and expand, yeah. not every house can fit everyone. You know what I mean? Like, so sometimes it's just, like, one family that lives with the in-laws and the rest live on their own. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not frowned upon as a bad thing. So it's it's only, I think, when you're initially getting married and you maybe you have the opportunity to move in that some people frown upon it. Um, but I don't know. No, I agree with you. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think whoever sent this submission very well is said. very, very wise. Wise, wise person. Okay, last one. I know I'm going to have to read it I was too just going to say it. I can't read it. All right. So this is a very long one. Personally, I grew up with the grandparents in the same house and wouldn't have it any other way. I think it depends on the family dynamic and how chill the parents are. 
Growing up, my grandparents always treated all their daughter-in-laws like daughters and were always dope as fuck. I know that's not always the case in other people's situations, but if it is, I've always thought of it as repaying the favor and taking care of parents as they get older and live with them. Thank them for all the labor they did to give us the life we have. Basically gave away their youth in a lot of ways. That would also go both ways for me and would apply to my wife's parents too if there's any if there's nobody there for them either. Overall, the childhood I had with my grandparents was the best thing ever and I think it's definitely a benefit for children. Helps keep the um, Punjabi Sikh culture alive. This is really sweet because I think this comes from like a grandchild's perspective yeah. of to see an actual dynamic of the in-laws and the mm-hmm. married couple. Yeah. Um, obviously, this person had a really good experience, yeah. which is nice to see because I feel like... I think it was nice that this person acknowledged it's not always the case. Yeah. And... I would apply it to my wife's mm-hmm. parents too. I really like that. Like, like, I think that's a nice acknowledgement. Like, okay, this is not always the case. I had a really great experience. Like, I was yeah. lucky in that sense. Um, but this also applies to my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, because and that's the thing I think a lot of people miss when they're trying to justify it. And I think that's... I also do think that's how a lot of women feel culturally. Mm-hmm. It's like we're expected mm-hmm. not obviously not as much anymore i mean like if we yeah, yeah, look back to what the original idea of leaving home is mm-hmm. is that we're expected to as soon as we're born we're raised in the sense that we're going to leave the house yeah. we're expected to leave our family everything behind take mm-hmm. care of someone else's parents that yeah. didn't raise us didn't birth us didn't feed us yeah. you get what i mean and then like and we're like have we're forced in potential situations to be in toxic situations right so like for this person to step back and be like hold up i had a great experience and i would i i would like to try this knowing that it could it could not work out but i'm not going to try it just with my parents it goes for her parents as well that's a really good point because like for example for me like my parents have all daughters Mm -hmm. so like yeah i'm like yeah i would love to move in like my let's give that a shot but like at the same time I'm for sure the last of my family getting married. <laughs> so it's also like, yeah, like the, how this person mentioned, like, you know, our parents did give up a lot of their youth, a lot of sacrifices in general to raise us and yeah. make sure we had good childhoods. So it's like when you see your parents actually putting in that work, you do feel bad when you're technically leaving them. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of on their own in their older age. Because if you think of it now, people do get married older mm-hmm. and at that same time your parents are older when you're yeah. moving out so i do get that dynamic of like that's one thing to consider because i think every like a lot of people do consider that like okay like it's almost like you feel guilty leaving because mm-hmm. you're like this person put like so much like you know time and effort and sacrifices into raising me and being there and like was such a big part of my life and still is but oh like i feel this like guilt leaving them and being like oh but i don't I feel like I want to, like, focus on myself and not take care of you. But it's, it's not always that. Yeah. It's, like, I can... This, that's why I mentioned, like, when you... Say you do want to move out and have your own life for a bit. When they are at that point in their life when... You know, they do need to rely on you a little bit more. Um, Like, my home is always your home to come into. Yeah. And, like, vice versa. If you need someone it's to... That equal, it's, like, bringing more equality to the table with the situation that's yeah. been... Like, put in our culture for so many generations. Yeah, so I, I get this person's point of view, mm-hmm. of course. Like, I think, you know, like, the acknowledgements this person had all throughout was, like, you know, I was very, like, lucky to have that great experience. And, like, they said, like, my um, in-laws always treated, like, not in-laws, sorry, <laughs> grandparents always treated daughter-in-laws as their own daughters. And that was really sweet And there was, like, hear. no toxicity there or whatever. Like, that's a really, like, 
unfortunate situation mm-hmm. and, and it's also- they acknowledge that like I think that's like the most important point is this person is not saying this has to be the way because I had a great experience yeah. they're saying I had a great experience I'm very fortunate too and I would love to carry that on um but if it comes down to I understand like that's not the case for everyone. Like they're so aware, I'm not judging yeah. someone for not doing that. They're aware of the potential situations that other people could have yeah. gone through. And I think yeah. this is this submission is also a nice example of like yeah. if you are in a situation where your in laws are great and like you have you guys all live together and your boundaries are there, it's, you have an amazing relationship. This is the way your your kids could see yeah. your family. Like for this person to kind of go out of their way and be like you know what I had a great re- I, I adore my parents yeah. for what they do and I had this great relationship with my grandparents that's also very refreshing yeah. yeah no and I like I think just the way this person like I think if this person was to ever <laughs> this was actually someone who dm'd us a response to our story yeah. um, story instead of clicking on the link um but it was so funny because the way they responded was like we we're like oh yeah thank you so much like we'll for sure share it on the pod or whatever and um, he was like, and who wants to pay 5K to rent a month <laughs> in this content? I was like, honestly, that good is point. True. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I think um, just overall, like, this person, I feel like this person would have a good relationship with whoever they're with. Yeah. Because they're kind of acknowledging, you know, like, this is what I want and this is great and I've had a really great experience and I'd love for you to maybe try it. But if you don't try it, I understand. Like, yeah, this person would definitely be very, would be willing to compromise if needed. I feel like that's the vibe yeah. I'm getting. Oh, yeah. So good on you. We're proud. We're proud. <laughs> all right, that but was yeah. it for all our submissions. Yeah. There's a lot to talk, like, think about in that situation. There's so much to think about. And And it's so situational. And the reality is, is everyone's situation is going to be so unique. Because it's like, even if you have that situation of good Mm -hmm. relationships or bad relationships with your in-laws, it also comes down to the action, the thing, the environment, the place, how many people you're living with, how many people you're not. Does that person have siblings? Is there other, like, daughter-in-laws? Like, there's so many, like, different unique things that could happen. So, like... I think it really just comes down to, like, one, having a good relationship with your partner, compromising, and just really understanding each other's needs and wants, and it's just so honestly, like, and I think it's, like, it's all about communication, Mm -hmm. and it's all about giving things a shot, Yeah, like, um, I think it's important to try things, but also understand that, hey, like, have that understanding that if this doesn't work out, then, you know... I need you to be willing, like, for partners, I need you to be willing to try something else out mm-hmm. as an alternative because it could either go good or bad. Yeah. And just having that understanding and, like, having that backup plan. Because even, like, maybe some people want to move out right away. Yeah. Then they realize, okay, this is too hard. Like, we cannot do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's negatively impacting your relationships. Because say, like, you went from, like, living with families, both of you, and then now you're just living the two of you. Maybe that's not the best thing for you. Maybe living with one of your parents is better. Maybe trying that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be either or. You never know. But I think the reason we want to talk about this one so much, because it's a touchy topic. Yeah, and I think it comes down to one of those things. It's like... It It shouldn't be a touchy topic. Yeah, it really shouldn't. Because the thing is, everyone's entitled to their own situation, their own opinions. And as long as they're happy. Yeah, and I think nowadays, a lot more, like, parents and stuff like that, they're more 
open to the conversation and they're more understanding too yeah accommodating to the potential ideas of like hey like as our child or our son Mm. we understand that you may not live with us for the rest of our lives yeah anyways guys that's a wrap me and hannah don't have to think about this for a while literally (laughs) because we're both single yay (laughs) what was that i don't know i couldn't think of anything she was like so sad she's like yay (laughs) i'm sitting here smiling and i was like yay do you know what the thing no what I was like, it's just weird, you know what? It's like when you think back to like when you were like oh 17, God, 18, I, know. I, I was know. like, yo, I'm gonna need dude married I'm- by twenty-two <laughs> and by twenty-five. Okay, twenty-two. Dude, I wanted to be married, mm, like that's wild. I said because before early. the norm was that people were getting married by twenty-four. That was the norm. Okay? <laughs> so I was like in high school, like, yeah, I'm gonna meet someone. I'm gonna get married by twenty-four. I mean, I'm technically not twenty-five yet, so maybe I have <laughs> Uh, but you know what the worst part is when you're like you're like 22 23 you're like oh my god what was i thinking no dude i wanted to be dead ass like i wanted to be engaged no married by 22 22 is young have like two kids popped out before 25 and i'm turning 25 <laughs> next month guys you're wild for that like i wanted to be i a thought my <laughs> idea was no. young. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a young mom and then i turned 19 i'm yeah. like well this is definitely not fucking yeah. happening you know what's sad though like um i feel like personally for me like i wanted to be like a young mom in the sense of like i didn't want to be 40 and having like 10 year olds yeah but i feel like i'm gonna be 40 and having 10 year olds (laughs) not that that there's anything wrong with that but i feel like i'm gonna be so like tired when i'm 40 yeah (laughs) but yeah guys anyways we got a lot that's a wrap well thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of two faced and we will catch you in two week. weeks actually oh yeah hannah's going on a little vacay for five days four so days five is it four i'm just gonna let you count yeah it's <laughs> anyways <laughs> so we're taking it out of office and we'll see you in two weeks all right Toodles. enjoy love ya bye <laughs> love